welcome to She Can The Podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, how are you? I hope you're well. I am so giddy to be here talking to you because, firstly, the schools are back and I haven't done a podcast since before the schools split up and I could tell you some... BS story about how I've been concentrating on my personal development to bring you all of the good of the day. But that would be a lie. <laughs> that would be a very face lie. Because honestly, I have been surviving. I've been surviving for the last seven weeks. I have found this summer holidays really hard. Hard on my sanity. Hard <laughs> on my physical health. Hard on my mental health. And I have loved every moment with my kids. Not every moment, that, that's not true. I've loved most moments with my kids. I have lay there every night and watched them fall asleep and felt bad for all of the things that we didn't do that day. I have felt the guilt that we all feel about planning days out and having something on every single day and making sure that you're job as chief entertainer, chief cook, chief cleaner, chief bottle washer, chief everything alongside every other responsibility that you have in life is maintained and it's actually just not blooming feasible. You cannot do everything, you cannot be all things to all people and I feel like we're sold a lie that it's it's possible to do all of the things and still, you know, be okay and <laughs> live your life quite happily. It's hard. Something has to give, and in this case, the podcast for me had to give. Time alone had to give. <laughs> After the kids went to bed at night, I just felt frazzled and had not much brain power to do anything else. But what I did learn over the summer, which I am reminded of every single time I drop habits, is that when you stop prioritising your self-care and you stop prioritising your self-discipline and you stop prioritising yourself to be honest everything goes down the swanee everything goes down the toilet because that's where it has to start you have to look after yourself in order to have the energy and the excitement and the enthusiasm to look after your kids properly to do your business to run your business to make things happen in every other area of your life and sometimes that's just not possible But the important thing is that you maintain that self-awareness and you do what you can to prioritise yourself. So even during the summer, I really tried to prioritise my morning routine and often I do a call on, it's it's called Be Well, it's half past six, Monday to Friday every morning. And often I do that call and I do it on Zoom. But over the summer, I was so overstimulated There was so much going on that actually I just had to take myself outside and listen to the birds with a cup of tea for as long as I could before I was disturbed. That was my form of a morning routine. So whatever it is to you, whether your thing is that or whether your thing is having a bath when the kids go down at night, something, just do something to maintain that time for yourself. I know it's not always easy, but when you start to pick that up again, it's it's actually transformational, the impact that it has on your mood, the impact that it has on everything. I um, 
I read a really funny meme on Instagram, meme, meme, who knows what it's actually pronounced like, I don't know. But anyway, I read a really funny one of those on Instagram the other day and it was, don't you feel selfish as a mother for prioritising exercise and taking time away for your family? And the mother said, no, I actually feel selfish when I don't prioritise exercise and I am an absolute see you next Tuesday to my family. <laughs> And it made me laugh out loud because I am that person. If I don't prioritise that thing, then my mood and my patience just goes out the window. So if you're feeling a little bit like me, if you're back to school and if your kids are back to school and you're listening from Scotland, then woohoo! <laughs> it's all I've got to say for you. Um, but how, how do you get back? How do you get back to where you were is what we're going to talk about. And if you are in England and your kids are still off school and you're going through the whole summer thing and you're trying to prioritise everything and you're trying to do all the things and have plans every single day and all of that, then we're going to talk about a few things that I have learned over the summer that actually really helped me to do what I could. It's never perfect when you're spending so long making snacks and doing all the things but um a few things that I learned along the way so if your kids are back to school and you just feel like you've been a little bit frazzled over the last few weeks where do you start in getting back the first thing I would say is just start somewhere just do something today where as you listen to this podcast that prioritizes you whether that's booking a haircut because you feel like you're, you're the best version of yourself when you just had your hair done, aren't we all? Or booking in, getting your nails done, or spending some time cleaning your house. The impact of cleaning your house and having a clutter-free home on your mental health is absolutely mind-blowing. I feel like I need to do a whole episode on this, get some home organisers in to talk about this, because I stupidly thought during the summer that it'd be a really good idea to decorate my, my daughter's room. So we, we stroke I, took a paintbrush to the wall one day and thought this will be easy, I'll just do like a paint and it'll take like one day, it'll be a really fun task to do with the kids. That was not true, that was not a fun task at all and it lasted about three weeks and the task grew arms and legs basically because the paint led to stripping off wallpaper, led to having to get walls replastered, and it was a whole ordeal. But anyway, when when you're doing one room, the rest of your house just ends up upside down, back to front, stuff everywhere. And for the period that that happened, I was like a different person. I honestly just walking around my house, stuff everywhere, falling over stuff. I didn't know which way was up, which way was down. It just was not good. Actually, one day Stephen came in from work. His workload has gone through the roof basically for the last seven weeks. So he's been working really long hours, um, not much time off, coming home after bedtime or just before bedtime. And one day he came home and actually sent me out of the house. He was, he said, just, just go out, Meg. Just go out a drive just go out a walk, just go somewhere that's not these four walls. <laughs> and I know that I'm not the only mother that's had this conversation with her partner over the last seven weeks. And also I am so 
grateful that I have someone that can do that with because I know that not everyone has a supportive partner like that that will just say just go and take some time some of you guys are listening to this and you're thinking I am the one I am the only one all the time and that is that is difficult but that's why you have to prioritize your self-care so much because you need that time for yourself so whether that means getting up in the morning or whether that means staying up at night you just have to do something to be alone for some of the day but that night Stephen came home sent me out I went out and I went out a drive and just drove aimlessly rocking backwards and forwards (laughs) for a long time and this is me as a personally developed podcaster who teaches women how to go after their goals while they're running after their kids. I know all the things. I know that I should be reading every day. I know that I should be listening to podcasts every day. I know that I should be drinking all the water and eating all the healthy food and having all the sleep and all of the things, but all of the things felt too much in that moment. (laughs) I hope that you understand where I'm coming from here because I feel like we've all had these moments and sometimes we suffer them in silence. I did. I suffered that moment in silence and it's not until I'm out the other side of it that I can actually look back and think that actually was quite funny. But at the time it felt like the biggest struggle for me and things like clutter in your home and untidiness and just that it's just things to add to your brain it's adding to your list every day every moment there's something else and something else and something else and sometimes it can just be too much so I have started following all these minimalist accounts on um, Instagram it's like declutter your house until anxiety is reduced so that's my plan (laughs) next time you come to my house not that you all come to my house but next time you see me on Instagram or whatever I'll be coming to you from an empty room with a blank wall and blank surfaces because stuff and managing stuff is just I've just come to the end of my tether with it to be honest it just is not giving me any joy so I need to do a lot of decluttering and that's something I'm so looking forward to now that the kids are back from school so anyway I digressed but I was starting with do something. So whether that's self-care for you in terms of the way that you feel or whether it's self-care in your home or whether it's exercising and moving your body and getting out a walk every day or something, just start small. It doesn't have to be that big a deal at the start, but start prioritising yourself again because when that stops, that's when everything starts to slip. But you need that self-awareness to think this is slipping and you need to make a change and bring it back and pull it back because it's not you you can't maintain a level of 100% self care every single day of life that's just it's not feasible it's not it's not possible but what you can do is really prioritize it and make sure that you keep coming back to it and keep coming back to it and you'll start to find that the less you stray from it the more you keep coming back to it and the more you have it as a scheduled part of your day. The next thing for me is just being so intentional with time. So I think when you are trying to do all the things and your kids are off a lot or they're off, maybe you're listening to this and your kids are not in full-time education yet or you, you do have them with you all the time and you're trying to do, you're trying to go after your goals while your kids are around 
speaking from experience, it just is not good for anyone. I have gone through seasons in my business where I'm trying to answer phone calls while I'm making the dinner, while I'm asking about the kids' day, while I'm texting about an order or whatever it is. Too many things and nothing gets done well. So now I am not afraid to just not answer the phone call if I'm trying to do something else or just send a voice message instead of answering a phone call if I have to or put the phone away when it needs to go away, actually physically away. I found it's really helpful to put it in a drawer when you're focusing on being present. When you try to do too many things in one moment, that's when you start getting stressed and frazzled. When you take 10 minutes out away from the situation to actually do something on purpose then you do it and you come back that's not stressful it's when you're trying to do too many things just haphazardly so being intentional with your time and planning out your week is so so important just taking that time on a Sunday night to plan out your week plan out your goals what do you have to achieve this week when do you have to do it by and how long is that going to take you and just figuring out a way to do things when the kids are not there and spend time with them when the kids are there because the last thing that any of us want is our kids coming to us saying mommy will you put your phone away and it's happened to me before and I just it's made me very very conscious of it it's not easy because life happens on our phone sometimes it looks like people are just aimlessly on their phone but it could be answering work emails, they could be doing the weekly shop, they could be replying to a school email, you know, they could be doing so many things on that phone, but it's still not nice to actually see people with a phone in front of them when you're trying to talk to them. And whether you're an adult or a children, that fact, a a children? (laughs) Whether you're an adult or a child, that fact remains. This seven weeks has done more damage to me than I realised, apparently. Whether you're an adult or a child, it's it's not nice. So, being intentional with your time makes all the difference to your mental health and to the the health of those around you. So be really focused with your time, be on purpose with it. When you're away from your kids, spend time doing things that actually move the needle. And when you're with them, just enjoy being with them and take some present time to actually spend time with them and then go and make the dinner and do all the things that you have to do as well. But that even 10 minutes will make such a difference. And the last thing, I'm only going to give you three points today because this is, I mean, let's not move mountains when I've not been on here for a while. <laughs> three points. The first one starts somewhere. The second one is be really intentional with your time. And the third one is ask for help and delegate where you possibly can. If you can get help with your house, then ask someone to come in and help you to do the cleaning or ask someone to come in and help you wash the windows or get someone to come in and do the garden if you can possibly afford it or is there a gran or an auntie or someone who could take the kids for an hour to help you do whatever it is that you have to do. I've gone through seasons in my life, my business where I've just been a bit of a martyr about the whole thing and taken on so much that it's really affected me because I didn't want to ask for help because that's kind of in my nature I'm very independent I don't like asking for help and I know that so many of us are the same but it's not big and it's not clever at the end of the day and people want to help so where possible ask for help 
delegate it and ask for just that little bit of extra time because it's good for them and it's good for you as well. So that's all I'm going to leave you with today. I wanted to put this episode out there because I know that so many of you who listen to this will listen to this podcast thinking, I've felt like that. I have absolutely felt like that. Oh my goodness, I've had moments like that. Or yes, yes, that's me right now. I know that you're going through that and I know that you felt like that over the last few while. So if that's you, just know that it's normal and you don't have to be super human person. You are a human being and you do have limitations and although we try to do it all, sometimes we actually just have to ask for help. So three things to get started with when you feel like you're frazzled and when you feel like your good habits are slipping away and when you feel like you're moving further and further away from where you want to be, just remind yourself of that person that you want to be, remind yourself of the kind of habits that you want to have, remind yourself of the kind of person that you want to show up as and sometimes when you look in the mirror, not necessarily physically but metaphorically, it's not the person that's looking back at you but that can change really quickly. It can change from just deciding to go a walk that morning instead of having that little bit of extra time in bed that you so desire or going to walk that evening when you feel a little bit frazzled instead. Just simple changes. So start somewhere, start small but start somewhere and then that'll have a domino effect and everything else. The second thing is be really intentional with your time. Be present, be where your feet are When you're with your kids, try to really be with your kids. And when you're not with your kids, make the most of that time and be as productive as you possibly can be with it because that will really help you have the energy that you need to have to then go back into that situation with your kids again. And number three is delegate and ask for help. If you possibly can ask for help, if you possibly have anyone who can support you or you're willing to pay for that, then do that because it's okay to admit that you need help with things. For so long, I used to look at people and think, how do they do that? How do these women show up the way that they show up and look the way that they look and have that aura of calmness and just have their life together? How do they do it all? And the answer is they don't. They don't do it all. Nobody who comes across like that does it all. They have a a team of people helping them. They have nannies and personal trainers and nutritionists and gardeners and window cleaners and cleaners and housekeepers and personal assistants and so many things. Helpful grands and helpful aunties and helpful partners and so many things that helps them show up the way that they're showing up. It's not that they do it all. They don't. They just ask for help. So I hope this has been relatable. I hope that it's given you a few moments of, oh my God, yes, that's me too. And I can't wait to see you really soon and give you more exciting stuff. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found value in what we shared, please feel free to share it on your social media. You'll find me on Instagram at shecanpod and at Meg McLean UK. And if you want to watch the video, you can search for She Can the Podcast on YouTube.